Where I Long to Be, a magical troop report podcast. I am your host, Virginia. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. If you would be so kind as to subscribe to the show and share it with your friends, it would be greatly appreciated. Today, I am welcoming Bianca Siani to the show. And before we get to the interview, I have to give a shout out to Matt Labrie from the Decoding Success Podcast. Matt and I met here at an event in New York City that was hosted by our online podcast studio platform, Riverside. We were talking about our shows and he said, you absolutely have to meet my friend, Bianca. She is a Disney travel planner and she loves all things Disney. And he messaged her right away, right there on the spot and told her that she'd hear from me. So I had to reach out. And so when I did, she happened to have a trip coming up and it all just worked out. Bianca is a New Yorker who, in addition to being a Disney travel planner, is also a hairstylist and a realtor. And you'll be able to tell when you hear from her that she definitely has the personality for all these roles. She's just a delight, and you can find all her information in the show notes. So let's not delay any longer. Here's Bianca. Welcome, Bianca. I'm so happy to have you here on the podcast today. Thank you for being here. I'm so happy to be here. Let's hear, before we get into all the juicy details of your trip planning, um, can you just tell us a little bit about who you are and maybe your Disney background? Yeah, totally. My name is Bianca. I grew up in Queens and I now live in Westchester County, New York. So I have been going to Disney my whole life. you know, as far back as my mom can remember, she said she's been taking me and I had to kind of see it on video to really see how young I was because she wasn't kidding. I was probably like two years old. So Mm -hmm. we've been going a long time. But I have to say when I turned maybe 20 years old, and I started dating who is now my husband, Louis, um, we started going to Disney. And then it was just a totally different um, experience for us. Mm -hmm. You know, I I used to go with my family and, you know, you kind of go with the flow of what your family wants to do. But then once you're 20, 21 and you're going on your own, um, it's it's so much more fun. I have to say, it's like, who says that as an adult? So, yeah, we started going more and more frequently. So we ended up getting engaged at Disney in 2016 and then um we got before you before you go on i think we have to hear where did you get engaged was it in front of the castle i mean you could guess yeah (laughs) (laughs) totally Uh, right in front of the castle yeah it was a really cool trip um my we went in october and my actually right around this time mm -hmm. so we went in october and there was a hurricane i i can't remember the name it hurricane ian could it have been Maybe in like 2016 or 15, around then. There was an Ian. I don't remember when it was. but So, you know, a bunch of people were coming on the trip. And then because of the hurricane, a lot of people backed out. So quick story, actually. It's pretty interesting. Um, Between the people who canceled, we were left with maybe, let's say, six to eight people. Mm -hmm. And instead of us having multiple rooms... When we got there, I was like, let's go over to Art of Animation and just show up and see if they have a family suite. So we'll we'll switch our hotel. Like since everyone else probably canceled their trip, I'm sure 
sure we'll get a room. So they got us a car suite and we all stayed in the same room. We went to Publix. We got a bunch of food and, um, you know, hurricane snacks. And uh, we bunkered up in the Art of Animation car suite for a day during the hurricane. And then the day after the hurricane, we got to go to the parks and that's when he proposed. Oh my gosh. Wow. Were you totally surprised or did you see it coming? It, I was, um, I can't say I was surprised <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I, I imagine you had talked about it before, but did you, you thought, oh, Disney's when he's going to do it. It wasn't even his fault. Like we all knew he would probably do Disney. I, I knew that. And I was fine with not being surprised as far as that went. I did want him to get me on the surprise when it came to him getting down on his knee. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't his fault. I mean, I think everybody else that was there was so excited that they were making it really obvious when they were trying. Oh, to they were on. having weird behavior. <laughs> yes, yes. He got so like, he wanted to throw me off. So at one point uh-huh. he goes, let's go on Splash Mountain. And one of my cousins was like, no, we won't go on Splash Mountain. What are you talking about? (laughs) That's really funny. I was with her on that. I was like, no, we're not going to do that. So uh, (laughs) no, he did it. And then we had so much fun afterwards. And you know what? The engagement photos, I have to admit, are a little bit awkward because it was such a, they were, it was such an egged on moment. But because of PhotoPass and the amazing photographers they have, you just tell them, hey, we just got engaged. Let's have some fun. And they, you know, took the time to do different poses with the hands, with the heart and, you know, holding the hand in front of the castle. And you really could take photographs wherever you want there and just have so much fun with it. So once I had the ring on, we had a blast. Oh, that's so much fun. Wow. Did you get any of the like uh, Disney bride merchandise immediately? I did not. Your this story actually is very important because not the story, but this trip, the engagement trip, because it mm-hmm. set the tone for the past six years. Actually, seven, maybe seven years now. So while we were on that trip, we were at Animal Kingdom, and my cousin and my brother were really hot. So they sat down and they ended up sitting next to the DVC booth. So they spoke to the people from DVC. And when we came around from the ride we were on, they introduced us to the people who do the DVC tours. And at the time they offered, you know, breakfast, fast passes, ice cream. Mm -hmm. So we were interested in tour, but the family was on board because of all those perks. We're like, Mm -hmm. meeting. So we did a DVC tour and we didn't get it at that time, but we found out all the information and, you know, sat with it because we just got engaged. So I was thinking to myself, I just committed to him. Am I also going to commit to 49 years with Disney? Mm -hmm. Because that's how long really the DVC membership is. So we did want it, but we didn't do it at that moment. So over the course of our engagement, we we uh, thought about it. And when we got married that same year, we signed up for DVC. So okay. the reason I bring this up is because of the um, question you asked about the bride merch. Uh-huh. So we didn't get married at Disney. Uh, we did our honeymoon at Disney. Okay. And we did our first DVC trip at like as our honeymoon. 
Oh, wow. That's really yeah. special. Where, where's your home resort? Our home is Copper Creek, and we did the honeymoon at Polynesian. Me too. You too? Copper Creek girl. Oh, cool. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's so nice. I love, I love it. it. I love it. And I have to say, when I uh, bought DVC, we bought it without having seen it. So we literally bought it. And then the next day made a point to go over and take a look because we had never been to Wilderness Lodge. Oh. And thank God I loved it. I mean, and ever since then on all the trips we've, we've gone and stayed at our home resort, wow. it, it is still by far my favorite DVC yeah. property. So Yeah, I have to, I mean, I love the rooms. I love the lobby and everything. I love that you feel like you're out in the wilderness. You feel like you're in Yellowstone, mm -hmm. um, but Polynesian, has my heart oh that's my, that's my next favorite i will yeah. say <laughs> they are neighbors so it's it's similar yeah. Yeah. yeah and the private boat to and from the magic kingdom is really clutch mm -hmm. yeah i love how how peaceful it feels over there too because um you know you you're so close but it just feels like you're so far away like you can you could totally do a resort only stay Yes. And have plenty have to do. Problem. Exactly. I hang out on property there for hours, just walking around, getting food. What's that place called? Um, right on the water. Geyser. Geyser Point. They have really good food. Really good food. And the yeah. chef came out once while we were sitting there eating. And he was so nice. And we told him... Um, that we really liked something on the menu, the, the mm -hmm. wings, it was the teriyaki wings. And he came out and he was like, I don't normally do this, you know, don't tell anyone, but here's the recipe. And he straight up showed us the recipe. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> it was That's nice. Amazing. You know, and they have a lot of the same cast members at these places. So when you go back time after time, you end up seeing the same people. That's nice. You really feel like you're at home. You really do. I, I feel completely at home when I go there. And I, I mean, I, yeah. I feel at home in most Disney resorts, but especially pulling up to Wilderness Lodge, it's just kind of like, yeah. ah, here I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I think walking in that lobby and just looking up and feeling so small is so cozy. Yeah. The, fire, the fireplace and everything. Well, tell me a little bit. Uh, you've been married uh, for how long now? So this trip will be there on our six year anniversary. All right. So you're going to be staying by yourselves. That's really exciting to get some alone time at Disney. What are your trip dates and how did you specifically decide on, on these particular dates? So we sometimes plan very far out and other times it just happens spur of the moment. And being DVC and being a travel planner that specializes with Disney, I have trips planned all the time. And one way or another, I, I end up there and we make the best of it. Um, so for this trip, it actually turned out that we were going to stay in Miami for a couple of days, but I couldn't go to Florida and not go to Disney. I totally get that. It's like, if you're anywhere in the state, you're like, yeah, over there. <laughs> exactly. So we catered the trip uh, to go to Disney first. So let, okay. me, let me go to Disney, run amok, and then go relax by the beach for a few days. 
Yeah, so that's how we're doing that one. This trip, we're actually going to be flying in the evening for the first time. We don't normally do that. Normally, we're like a 6 a.m. flight and we get there in the morning. But we have a place in Daytona. So we're going to actually stay in Daytona and go back and forth to Disney while we're there. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you're flying to Daytona in the evening. What time do you anticipate you will arrive? So we're flying into Orlando and we're, we're lucky enough that Westchester has an airport here. So we've got a four o'clock flight that should land at seven if all goes well. And I plan to get my rental car and go straight over. I'm saying Epcot. That's where I feel we're going to go. I think that's the best place to go after a long flight. (laughs) And what, what date is this? This is October 30th. So this is, okay. yeah, this is going to be a Monday evening. And then we have Halloween on Tuesday and Halloween is actually our hun- um, honeymoon, our anniversary. Well, was there any Halloween theming in your wedding? I hate to be cliche, but I have to ask that. So, well, we're crazy, not crazy, but we had to do this. It just turned out the dates we chose. Um, Halloween, we got married legally in court, so it didn't have any we didn't have a party or anything. We just got married in court that day, but that is actually one of the most important moments for us because it was very private and special. We just had, um, my father-in-law was the only witness and nobody else was there because it was Halloween. My father-in-law knew the judge and we went into the courthouse after hours. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We got married symbolically in Jamaica. So we had a destination wedding and that's where we had the party. That was in August. So it was months later. So we go by the Halloween anniversary because that was the legitimate. Okay. All right. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So straight to Epcot and food and wine should still be going on at that point, right? Yeah. Are you a festival fan? We love the festivals. We love them. I, I love to plan my trips around a festival for sure. I haven't done the um, Festival of the Arts yet. I have done Flower and Garden and Food and Wine many times. Mm -hmm. So I love going during that time. We kind of alternate trips. I feel like one trip we'll do Mexico first and then the next trip we'll do Canada. Canada. You'll be a rebel and go to Canada first. (laughs) Yeah. I think if you go Mexico, you're saying... I'm going to do more of a liquid run around. (laughs) And then if you go Canada, you're saying I'm going to eat more. Okay. (laughs) I will buy that. I will buy that. Well, Festival of the Arts is my favorite festivals. And I know when we were talking before we started that you said you were going in February. I don't even know when the Festival of the Arts dates begin. Will you be there this year for that? I really hope so. Our February trip is an exciting one too, because it's a conference for the travel agency that I'm part of. What's the name of your agency, if you don't mind? Marvelous Mouse Travels. Okay, all right. MMT for short. Nice. Yeah, so they're having their conference and uh, it should be really exciting. It's the first time we're going to the conference and there's over 200 agents. So I'm really excited to be around all of them and you know, just Mm -hmm. soak up the culture of MMT. 
Mm-hmm. And um, before we go on with more of your trip plans, like how how did you get interested in being an agent and how did you get connected to this particular agency? Did you know somebody? Yeah, it's a great question. I have been doing hair for about 13 years and doing hair, you get to know a lot of people and they get to know me. So over these past basically the past decade, I've been going to Disney so much, Mm -hmm. two times a year, sometimes more. And they know, they see it on social media. They know from being in the chair. Oh, if you're going to Disney, talk to Bianca. She knows everything about Disney. She's there all the time. So she's the one you have to speak to. So people started asking me about it when they would plan a trip asked me different questions about going and how to, you know, make the best of it because it's so big that a lot of people, I'm sure you've heard, um, it gets a bad rep sometimes just because they don't know what to do because of how big it is. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, they started to come to me and I started to refer travel agents. I had a, a couple of travel agents who I knew and one of them, Chelsea, who's part of MMT, she referred that I come on board. She said, why don't you do it? Why don't you plan trips? So I said, yes. And this was in the end of 2019. So flash forward to March, 2020, days before the shutdown, I wrote on Facebook, oh, I have a fun announcement that I'm going to make soon. I wanted to wait until it was official. Mm-hmm. And by the time that it was, I was officially an agent, everything shut down and mm-hmm. I didn't even want to tell anyone mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like this is a crazy time to become a travel agent. So stuck it out. I went to Disney once they opened. Uh, did you go? Yep. Yeah. The, it was like, you own the place. Talk about feeling at home. Mm-hmm. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. I think we were, we were there in, I think it was our February trip in 21 was the first chance we got to go back yeah and um yep masks the entire time and parks were pretty empty and you know we we i was so funny because i was just cleaning out some stuff the other day and i found a disney photo album which i never buy photo albums because all my photos are digital i'm not like printing a ton of photos And I found it and I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should hold on to this and give this to my nephews as a gift because they're coming with me for the first time this coming February. And then I could put photos from our trip. And then I realized it was a year specific photo album and it says 2020 across the front. Wow. And I was like, okay, I know we went in 21, but perhaps I should put all my Disney mask photos in this one album and just commemorate, you know, like this is my, my COVID album. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many photos. I have so many with the masks. I didn't slow down at all with my pictures. I just kept kept on. Yeah. yeah. And I had a few drinking drinks. That helped. If you, uh-huh. if you had a drink or a churro or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Loopholes. What a time. It was, yeah. I'm glad we're past yeah. that. But Well, we got through it and um, people want to travel again. So it's been really good. I've been helping a lot of people plan their trips. And, you know, I like to get to know them. And figure out what would be the best thing for them to do because you can have so many different types of Disney trips just depending on the kind of person that you are and what you like. And I don't like when people go and they they come back and they say it wasn't a good time because I feel like they just didn't know what they should have done that would have been better for them. 
Right, exactly. There's all different combinations of things you could be doing to make yeah. sure that you have a magical trip. And for somebody, it might be riding as many rides as possible the entire time you're there. And somebody else, it might be getting a lot of pool time in. And it just varies so much. And if you have no idea where to start, it can be it can be overwhelming to the point of like paralysis. Like I cannot plan anything because I don't know where to begin. And I think that's where so having... Awesome somebody who is an expert in it, even like whether it's a travel planner or whether it's just a friend that you have that goes frequently exactly. to help you, like that is crucial if you are not familiar with what to do. Exactly. And I feel like just because you went one time and it might've gone a certain way, it doesn't mean the next time it's going to go that way. Mm-hmm. And that's part of the magic is just going with the flow also and mm-hmm. learning how to go with the flow. Because if you do try to plan too much, you will get overwhelmed, but you have to have a fair balance of being okay with winging it and having a little bit of structure. I think that's the best way to do it. I like to think of it like the planning is a foundation. So you have a general idea. And then if things go astray, you have enough knowledge to pivot to the next thing. And I think that, um, you do have to have that balance with the planning, but you also have to have the balance when you're going back again to realize that you cannot recreate the exact same trip that you had before. Never. never Every trip has to be a little bit different. Even if you go to the same restaurant or you do the same thing, you cannot recreate that feeling. It's important to know because if you're aiming for that, I think you're setting yourself up. That'll that'll ruin the trip for sure because then you're just trying to force something you got to mm-hmm. let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. you got to let it go, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get back into your plans. So hanging out at Epcot, enjoying um, the festival. Anything else that you're going to be doing on the 30th? I think we're just going to go have some dinner, walk around, have some drinks, watch the fireworks, and really take our time leaving because at that point we have – nowhere to be. You know, we just flew in. It's probably going to be really warm out and just enjoy that Florida air, you Mm -hmm. know? And so from there, you said you're staying in Daytona. How long will it take you to drive to where you're staying at the end of the day? It's actually just an hour. Yeah. Just one hour and it's a straight drive, really easy. So we're gonna go to sleep, wake up, turn around, go right back start our day at magic kingdom okay so an hour drive back to disney on the 31st heading to magic kingdom and are you a rope dropper i'm not okay believe it or not i've I've done it maybe for hollywood studios when rise of the resistance was open mm-hmm. you know for something like that i'll do it mm-hmm. oh and animal kingdom for the safari, I would do it. Yeah, I love the safari. If I'm there with just my husband and I, certain things I'm flexible. But if I'm there with, with people who have not been there or don't go as often, I'm more like we have to wake up and get there early and get on this safari so we can see the lion yawn, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make sure they get those experiences. 
So what time do you think you would get there? Would it be still be kind of early in the morning, just not rope drop or do you totally. land? Okay. All right. I would imagine because we're driving on a Tuesday morning, there's probably going to be a little bit of traffic before 9am. I would mm-hmm. leave the house right at 905 type of thing, because then at that point, a lot of the traffic should simmer mm-hmm. unless we get a good night's rest and we just wake up and shoot out before, before right. the 9am rush. I yeah. could see us doing that actually. That's I probably- mean, if you're super excited to get yeah. out there and get going, yeah. yeah Why not if you're we- awake already? Yeah, this is going to be a funny one to look back at. I'm I'm curious to see what we really end up doing. But I feel like when I'm on vacation and Disney's involved, I wake up early. <laughs> I also think the fact that you're planning on that beach time and relaxing time at the tail end of this trip, that that's going to kind of keep you going because you're going to be like, yeah. oh, I can rest in a couple of days. True. So let's go for that. We're going to wake up maybe 6.30 in the morning, get out by 7, 7.15. And then at that point, we'll be there really early. Maybe I will rope drop for the first time with Magic Kingdom. What I have done is close out the parks, oh, especially yeah. Magic Kingdom. We were there till 1 a.m. once, and it was just the best. All right, so you, you might rope drop, but uh, regardless of what time you get there, what is, what's your first priority when it comes to Magic Kingdom? I love pictures. So I know I'm going to have my phone out taking a lot of pictures when I first walk down Main Street and see the castle and the Mickey lanterns, the pumpkin lanterns. Oh, yeah. If it's morning, we'll probably hit rides first. I could see us going over to Seven Dwarfs, getting on there early, and a little bit of Little Mermaid. It's always fun. I feel like that ride is just such a classic and there's never a line for it Mm -hmm. but we also love pirates that's one of the rides we always have to do i love pirates as well during uh speaking of the pandemic during the pandemic i was like many people ordering things online all the time because it gave you a little bit of pleasure to have packages show up at your door and one of the things that i was getting were like all of the um like scented candles and the I got even got like some spray hand sanitizer that smells like pirates, like the water smell. Wow, I got the candle. This was all Magic Candle Company stuff. Have you used it? The hand, hand spray or whatever? The, well, yeah. the candle. Oh, the you know what? I didn't end up getting the candle. I got the um, the oils that you put in the diffuser. Oh, I love that. And it's it's great. We have like a whole drawer in our kitchen that is only little things of the oils. That's and awesome. we would be like, oh, I want to, I want to feel like I'm at Disney today. And so we would just exactly. like, the number scent we wanted. It's awesome. I, I am one of those people. I got the candle and then I've been like, I never lit it. I'm like, You're what saving am I waiting- it for special occasions? Yeah, what am I waiting for? I mean, that's the good thing about the oil is, uh, yeah, you're going to run out of it and you have to reorder yeah. it eventually. But it's not like a candle where, like, you're like, I have to preserve the newness of this thing. It's like just right. like little drops. And yep. I don't know. So I still have it. It's almost just like a showpiece now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Use it. Today is the day. I think so. That's it. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to watch Pirates and, and light the candle. You should. I have been there myself where I have bought these like special things and I have put them aside and not wanted to use them because it's like once you use them, they're gone or just then you don't 
have them to anticipate, but I think I am just getting, I'm getting over that. And I'm saying, why not today? Like, we don't know how many days we have left on this earth. I'm going to use the candle I'm excited about. I'm going to wear the nice dress and, you know, just really like enjoy things instead of letting them get dusty and forgetting I have them, which used to happen all the time. Yep. I'm with you on that. I pulled out a pair of white sneakers the other day that I normally wouldn't have. And with that same mindset, you know, why not? Why not today? I know. It's like, who cares if they get dirty? Just wear them. Enjoy them. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, for Magic Kingdom, what are you going to be doing for your meals in Magic Kingdom? Because I think that some, at least I feel that sometimes it can be hard to find really good food offerings at Magic Kingdom. I have my little things I love, but otherwise not as as exciting. Uh, Yeah, I feel like Magic Kingdom is a lot of snacking. Always. Mm -hmm. I'm always, I have my popcorn bucket on me all the time when I'm at Magic Kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, and I'll do a churro and the cheeseburger rolls. Those are my go-to. I'm happy with that. I heard that they brought the pizza spring rolls back as the companion one, which I'm excited to try because I'm not a fan of Rubens. And so the Ruben one was like, meh, I didn't want to Yeah. How about the cheeseburger? Did you like the cheeseburger? I love the cheeseburger. I get those every time. And because I didn't like Rubens, I'd always just ask for two of the cheeseburger. But It's nice to try now. You can yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband loves that one. Me, I'm happy with the cheeseburger every time, and mm-hmm. he loves. He, I, I like it too, but he loves Casey's Corner. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. one that we do get as a meal if we're if we're going to eat. We'll get the hot dogs, French fries, and usually we'll do that if we're there in the evening with the fireworks. Mm-hmm. It's always yeah. good. No, that's the perfect time to do Casey's, in my opinion. Like when everybody yeah. else is streaming out after the fireworks, you yeah. still order from there. So. Exactly. It's so nice. It's And I feel like people don't really notice. Some, sometimes it's packed, but other times I feel like nobody knows it's even there. Mm-hmm. When I talk to people about it, they really don't know. So mm-hmm. it's a great one. So really, it's a lot of snacking and some Casey's for the most part with Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and lots of popcorn. <laughs> All right. Any other plans for the 31st that we should talk through? That's going to be an interesting day because we're going to go all day. So I would say it's safe to say we'll probably be in at least three parks that day. Oh, wow. Okay. Big park hoppers. All right. So where do you think you will park hop to first? If I had to guess... We would do Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom in the middle of the day. And we like food. So it's going to be like, do we want, you know, cheeseburger pods from Animal Kingdom or do we want Ronto wraps, you know? And then we have two amazing rides. We have Rise of the Resistance and we have Flight of Passage. Mm -hmm. So it's going to come down to these factors and then what the lines are like at both places midday. So like my favorite ride of all time right now is still flight of passage. Okay. Do you like it? I love it, but I have to confess that guardians of the galaxy cosmic rewind has recently come in with an upset and has, has uh, exceeded my love for flight of (laughs) passage. That's a fun ride, Mm -hmm. but I walk off like, (laughs) 
breaths, deep breaths. And I look for the air conditioning coming out of the ceiling and I stand there for a minute. Uh -huh. <laughs> Avatar, flight of passage, I walk off like, that was heaven. Oh my God. It was I have a friend who cries every time she rides it. She's That's just how like, I feel. I, she says, I always wanted to fly. And the fact that I can ride that and it gives me that sensation of being actually able to fly, it's just like really emotional for her. Yeah, so. I agree with her. I'm with her because the smell, the wind, it really feels lifelike. It's mm -hmm. awesome. I, I actually, this is so funny. I've only went under for a procedure like one time. And as I was mm -hmm. going under, they go, oh, think of a beach. And I was like, oh, I know what to think of. <laughs> so did you think about the part where like the whale comes out of the water pretty much pretty much the whale on the horizon and just oh, amazing that's a much better experience than i have had being the very first time i ever got put under it this is just a funny story that has nothing to do with disney but uh the very first time i got put under was for my wisdom teeth when i was a teenager i was probably like a freshman in college or something because i think it was scheduled during the break. So it was about to be the holidays. And I was really nervous about being put under and they were talking to me as they were getting everything prepped and kind of trying to be transparent. Like this is not, this is not what's going to put you to sleep. This is just air or whatever. And then as I was getting drowsy, the nurse, and I really think I really have to believe she was trying to be kind, but as I started to drift out of consciousness, she goes, good night in like the calmest voice, but it was so creepy. It was so creepy. And I was just like, I'm never waking up again. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely don't like that poor thing. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> All right. So back to your plans away from, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. An anesthesia talk. So um, <laughs> yeah, Flight of Passage has my heart. So mm -hmm. we may end up there midday if if I feel like that's the ride I really want to do. Would you be willing to do the individual lightning lane for it based on how long the wait is? I think my threshold with it is, is an hour. And I know that sounds crazy, but the line is nice. It's it's a good cue. So if it's like at least an hour, I'm considering doing it uh, on the regular standby line. You know, okay. All right. I have to admit, I've been somewhat of a boycott when it comes to uh, the Genie Plus and mm -hmm. the Lightning Lanes. I I wish they would bring back the three free fast passes because you could really plan your day around those. Right. Yeah. And I don't want, sometimes I don't mind waiting in the line because I'm not there to ride every ride. So, mm -hmm. and I love appreciating like the architecture and the, the, the uh, theming everywhere. Yeah. I think it really depends on, on the day and what your priorities are, whether those things are, are worth it or not. And if you love yeah. the line anyway, um, you know, why not? Yeah. But for someone else, I would recommend do it, pay it for the, like, if they don't go as often as I do, I'm pretty spoiled. So I could say, yeah. oh, I'll skip it if it's too long, where people who don't go that often, they should to get on something like Rise of the Resistance, Flight of Passage, Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. Those rides are so worth it. Yeah. All right. So you'll either go to Hollywood Studios or to Animal Kingdom. You said you thought you would go to three parks, though. So what's what do you think is happening after this first park hop? Yeah, so we're probably going to do one or the other and then 
finish it off with Epcot, just because I would imagine Epcot's going to be open the latest. So we'll have the opportunity to stay out the latest. And if they don't um, stay open as late as we would like to stay out, we always have Disney Springs that we can go to as well. Should be interesting. Okay, back to Daytona for the night. And then the next day, it is November 1st. What's the plan for November 1st? So November 1st, we are probably going to stick around Daytona and see family. And then we have the annual pass. So if we want to just take a drive over, we can pop into any of the parks and just go. But I think we might take a rest day on November 1st and then go back on the 2nd. Okay. I have reservations for Hollywood Studios for the 2nd. So I plan to get some re- get some rest, re-energize, and head back out there. When you're in Daytona where you're staying, is that near the actual ocean? Yeah. We're about 15 minutes from the beach. We're less than 10 minutes from the speedway. And I have tons of family there too. So mm-hmm. we feel like home when we're there too. You've been to some of the races? I actually haven't. I've heard them when they're going on and my sister went, but I never went. I I went to the tour. You can do a tour there and see the track. So cool. Yeah. I'm surprised I've never been to any of the races because I grew up in North Carolina and NASCAR is huge there. So I'm shocked that I've gone this long in my life and, and not having been to any of the races. Really loud. You can hear it almost from the beach sometimes in Daytona. It's, it, it's really loud. So. so I was listening to, oh gosh, I'll have to, I'll have to look up and see if I can figure out which podcast this was that I was listening to. Um, I was listening to a podcast that was primarily about like the history of Disney. And I didn't realize this cause I didn't grow up going to the park, but apparently for a while they had a raceway there at Disney. Oh. And one of the problems was the noise. That makes sense. So I, you know, I know what you're talking about, but is it more recent? Like the, you can go and drive like Ferraris and stuff like that. Yeah. I think they had something where you could pay to actually get into a race car with somebody and go around. And to get that for Lewis for a birthday gift once. And then they didn't have it anymore. You did. hear. I remember hearing it. I had heard it. Okay. Yeah. And I don't remember what years it, it was happening. But I mean, I think it was fairly recently because we started coming back in um, 2016 was the first time we came with my husband and child and my in-laws. And that's when we've been going. It was still there, right? I don't know that it was at that time. Maybe it was around there. I want to say it stopped at like 2015 or something like that. Because it was like, it was close enough that when I heard the dates, I was like, oh, we just barely missed that. Um, Yeah. But anyway, they did a whole podcast episode about the history of the Speedway and like the decision, you know, so if I can find that, I'll I'll put a link to it in the show notes. Yeah, really cool. So the second, Hollywood Studios. What is your priority for Hollywood Studios? At Hollywood Studios, we love to get on Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Super fun. Toy Story Mania. And Rise of the Resistance. Those three are our top. And then Rock and Roller Coaster. And I feel like Rock and Roller Coaster used to be more of a must-do. And now it's more of a, how am I feeling today? 
am I, am I going to be able to walk off of this in a straight line? I do find that Hollywood Studios is the most thrilling when it comes to the rides that are there. Mm-hmm. And all the other parks, I tell people, don't worry, you know, they're they're pretty chill, most of the rides. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. It is, it's an easy place for people to start kind of working their way up in terms of what kind of exciting rides they might want to be willing to try. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a, a good place to get your start before you go over to a place like Universal, where they do have huge coasters. Yeah. I cannot handle roller coasters. I'm all about the snacks and the drinks and the the nice immersive rides. <laughs> yes, love it. Any <laughs> dining reservations for Hollywood Studios? You're not gonna believe it. I got Oga's. Oga's oh, Cantina. Nice. Have you been? I have. I have. I've never once gotten to sit in a sit down booth, so I'm okay. a little little salty about that. Yeah. But <laughs> but I like it. It's fun. It's cool in there. I I went. I went one other time, so I'm happy to do it again because now I know what to expect. Uh-huh. Do you remember what you got last time? Not that necessarily the name of it, but did you get the one that like numbs your lips or anything like that? I didn't get that one. I got something that was like green though. It was like mm-hmm. lime green. I think okay. my friend got the one that numbs your lips. I got the one that I think it's called the fuzzy tauntaun, um, if I'm remembering correctly. And it, it was the drink itself was tasty, but the lip numbing thing was a little like weird for me. I didn't love that yeah. part. Um, they have a, a snack there because they have a very limited like snacky menu. But I really like the one that it's like a Jello thing with pop rocks in it. Oh, fun! I have to try that. It's fruity. It's it's oh, good. It's that. just like a fun little little treat. So. I'm thrilled for that. And I love the green milk in Galaxy's Edge. You know what? I was trying to think the other day. I do not think I've actually tried the green or the blue milk. Oh, I wow. think I've gone with intention to do it so many times. And then other things have pulled my attention. And I have other food that I love in Hollywood Studios. So I just have skipped it. But it yeah. is the the green is your favorite? Yeah, totally. The okay. green, I still... I get it spiked, so I get it with the rum. I'm sorry, okay. not rum, tequila. tequila. Okay. The blue okay. is rum. Okay. So right. we we get the green milk with the tequila, and it's refreshing, and sometimes it goes down so fast that we get another one. <laughs> fun. Are you and your husband Star Wars fans? Galaxy's Edge got us to become Star Wars fans. We weren't before. Uh-huh. And after we rode Rise of the Resistance, we watched all of the movies. As somebody who became a fan later, did you watch them in the order that they were released? Or did you watch them in the order that they are supposed to be in for storyline purposes? Oh, you know, that's a good question. I think, I don't know. I don't know. Because the I original watched. three are technically episodes four, five, and six. And then later they made one, two, and three. Let's see if I can phone a friend because Lewis is in the background here. What did we okay. do, Lewis? We did the storyline. He's like, okay. <laughs> All right. Because I think people who grew up seeing the original ones are like, oh, those are the better ones. And, and they have very strong opinions if they're 
big Star Wars fans usually on what order they should be watched in. Yeah. So, so we went in the storyline. We did it right. Because I guess the way they came out, you had no choice then, right? Right. You had exactly. to wait to go back. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And during the pandemic, we watched every Marvel movie. We went through everyone. We were doing the same thing and we were watching them in the order that they happen in the Marvel universe. So that was fun. Like every Friday, my son and I would have movie night and we did that. It was was a lot of fun. Yeah. Disney Plus was like the best thing that ever happened because I know. I know. I love it. I love it. All right. So Oga's Cantina, what time was that reservation for? Oga's is for 440. Okay. So... It's actually, oh, I just noticed my Oga's reservation is on the 31st, not the 1st. Okay. So So that makes your plan for the 31st. You're going to have to park hop there in the middle day. It's it's 440. So park hopping starts at two. For now. True. I cannot wait till January. So for the February trip, we'll be good. I know. I'm so excited about being able to park up when I want. I do have a question, though, and I don't know if you as a travel planner already know the answer to this or not. For people who have to make a park reservation at that point in time, which will include those of us who are APs, Mm -hmm. do we have to tap into the first park that our reservation is in still in order to be able to park hop or will we have the freedom to make the reservation just to show that we're going to be there on property that day at whatever park we say we're going to come to. But then let's say I changed my mind and I just want to go to a different park instead. Can I just hop there? That's a good question. I haven't read into it yet, but what I would do if I was faced with that as a problem is definitely just cancel and make a new reservation for wherever I wanted to go because it's so easy to cancel a reservation and make a new one. So mm-hmm. that's what I would do if they they made me tap in. But mm-hmm. I'm optimistic that maybe they won't stand by that because, yeah, I mean, even for myself on my trip, if I change my mind, I'm just changing it in my app right away, even if I'm driving into that other park. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. right. the availability has been really good. Yeah. I was shocked to get Halloween. I didn't think as an annual pass holder we were going to get Halloween. Mm-hmm. And we got it. Yeah. And not only that, but annual pass holder and you're not staying at a Disney resort this trip. Right. So that is, I think that shows you what's going on in terms of park attendance right now. Um, I know. Which I've talked about it with a lot of people. And and it's not that people are not going to Disney, obviously. Like you, you go, you see people going. But um, I think that in addition to price and, you know, people being concerned about that kind of thing, I think putting up barriers like not being able to book fast passes in advance and things like that. It's just, it's made it like we were talking about before, so complicated for a newcomer. Yeah. And there is a lot to do on property. So I feel that I'm seeing people are less driven to spend all of their time in the parks. Yeah. People saying I'm going to be there for five or six days, but I'm only getting a three day park ticket. Exactly. And that's why I love a park hopper. Because if you're under the impression that you understand you're going to be coming here for years and you're not going to see it all in one day, go half a day here, half a day there. In two days, you get to see all four parks. And then if you're on a five-day trip, you get a lot of time to spend at this beautiful resort that you spent so much money on. Right. Mm -hmm. 
those resorts or something. They're worth every penny, but you should have the time to stay there. Exactly. Especially yeah. if you're at Wilderness Lodge. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So back to the second. So now, now we know that Ogas is actually on the 31st. So do you have anything planned for the second in terms of I dining reservations? I didn't get any reservations yet, but mm-hmm. I do like checking on the day, like the day mm-hmm. before, the day of. Mm-hmm. There are certain things I haven't done yet that I am curious to try as far as dining, mm-hmm. uh, like Steakhouse 71. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was another one we haven't tried yet? Have you tried Topolino's for dinner? Yes. Love so Topolino. When so Topolino is available, it's hard for me not to grab it. It's uh-huh. one of those. It's delicious. And the sunset's there. So I mm-hmm. love a good sunset. I feel like one of our priorities when we're there is to find a good place to see the sunset from mm-hmm. any of the parks or resorts and a good spot to watch fireworks, whether it's mm-hmm. in a park or outside of a park where you still get a view of the fireworks. Yeah. All right. Anything else for that day? So that day is definitely going to be a wing it, wing it kind of day. We'll probably hit Disney Springs too, because there's some snacks I want to get from there. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of research before I go. And a lot of the time during the holidays, they have fun snacks. So I know at Disney Springs right now, there's like this oogie boogie cream puff that Ooh. I would love to try. It's probably going to be very messy, but I want to try it out. All right. I will have to take a, a look at that because I have not heard of that. I get mm-hmm. so focused on Gideon's. Where is the Oogie Boogie Cream Puff available? It is at Amaretz. Oh, okay. I love Amaretz. I love Amaretz. Yeah. We do get their their mousse, the Mickey mousse uh-huh. a lot. That's really good. And they always have something there that's a specialty item. So mm-hmm. right now they have quite a few for uh, Halloween. They have some pumpkin eclairs. Oh, okay. Um, Jack and Sally, and then they have the Oogie Boogie Cream Puff, and uh, I think they have a pumpkin creme brulee. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I love these fall treats. I am yeah. all about the fall treats. <laughs> Me too. I'm so excited to go during the fall. Fall and Christmas are really two of the best times, of course, to go. Mm-hmm. But like you said, February, that's like a slept on time to go because people don't realize, I mean, we're so in the thick of winter at that point that you don't realize like go down to Florida. It's a little bit warmer, not too hot. So mm-hmm. you kind of get to enjoy less crowds and wear a hoodie for once. Oh yeah. Yeah. My February pictures inevitably have me wearing jeans. And once it gets yeah. dark at night, adding a hoodie to that and, yeah. um, and it's just really comfortable. You know, I love that. Something else I'm going to do for this trip, too, that I wanted to mention is I'm going to go to the character warehouse at the outlets. Oh, okay. Do you think you'll do that on the second? I should do that, yeah, the second. Okay. Have you been before? Yeah, I have been, and I've done really well there, really Mm -hmm. well, especially if you want to get souvenirs, Mm because there's always so many people we want to get things for, and the, the souvenirs and merchandise in the stores are not discounted really ever. Mm-hmm. When you go to the warehouse, you get things for a very discounted price. And sometimes there's a discount on top of the ticket price. So you might see something for $12 and then all of a sudden it's 20% off. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Great place to get pins, to get little stuffed animals, not stuffed animals, but you know, <laughs> plushes. They have the a lot of the Nuimo clothes lately too. I've noticed if oh, you're somebody yeah, who has a Nuimo. Yep. And um, so house items. There's mm-hmm. some cool house items. I got a Winnie the Pooh, a glass honey jar. Oh, that's, I saw that one and I was so tempted, but I was nervous about getting it back A, yeah. and B, I live in New York city. And so I don't have like the most cabinet space. Yeah. So the perks um, of having the house in Daytona, we were able to just drive it back there. It's still in Daytona. I haven't brought it back to New York. So uh-huh. I, okay. I, I feel you cause it's the same thing here in, in New York. I don't have much space and there it's actually still in a box cause it was a good deal. So mm-hmm. I had to get it. I'll use it. Yeah. At some point. Uh-huh. <laughs> and ears. You can get ears for like $9. Oh, yeah. I've gotten some there before that were like very like holiday specific for $5. Yeah. So the Character Warehouse is probably the hottest tip of them all because you want everything. And I, I wish I could go before the second because I'm going to see all of the merchandise on the yeah. 31st and it's going to be hard for me not to get anything. I know it will be, but I would hope, I mean, I don't know if it'll be by the second, but that maybe some of the Halloween merch will move over by the second. Maybe I was watching a video and just, just before, and someone was in there and they found like a haunted mansion, um, fuzzy zip up. Uh huh. And it was probably, I think, 30% off of $75 or something. So it, uh-huh. was, it was a good deal. Yeah. So, All right. I'm going to cross my fingers for you. And I can't wait to hear what you end up getting there. I'll probably show you all the merch when I get Oh, there. I hope so. You'll have to do a little haul. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, okay. Anything else for that day? Or uh, can we move on to the third? Um, no, I think that's it. The third, we're actually going to be going, that's the day we're going to be going to Miami. Okay. Yes. Second, we're going to really make the most of, I can see us probably, I could say we're going to end the night on the Mm -hmm. second magic kingdom because on the 31st, we're not going to get to be there at night. Mm -hmm. I really want to see happily ever after. Yeah. And then I wonder if you're going to go to Magic Kingdom in the night and Halloween will be over at that point, you will see Christmas decorations. Oh, that that would be priceless because yeah. that's like a bucket list thing to do is to mm-hmm. be there for the transition. Have you seen the uh, Disney Plus special on the transition? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> It is so fascinating. I would encourage anybody who's into the Disney parks to go watch it because they really show yeah. like where they store all the Christmas stuff and how they how they make it happen overnight like that. I mean, it it's really so is magical. <laughs> yeah. During Christmas, we resort hop and go look at all the different trees. Yes. Yeah, so we're probably going to end in Magic Kingdom that night pending. Mm-hmm. There's, you know, like you said, there shouldn't be a Halloween party or anything. So we mm-hmm. should be good to finish off in Magic Kingdom. And being that we're going to be at Hollywood Studios during the day, maybe go to Animal Kingdom if we don't go on the 31st. Mm-hmm. Then it would make sense because I, that's my favorite place just as far as the environment. I just love the feeling of walking around and all those big trees and the tree of life. I don't know if it's ever going to happen, but if I could find the tattoo artist that could do that tree of life on me. <laughs> I bet you could. I bet you really could. 
There's that some would be gorgeous. Talented folks out there, but it, it's so detailed. That would be the only issue. It's like, you'd really have to find somebody good. Oh, they, yeah. Because when you, when I'm there, I see a new animal every time, mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, this sounds like a really fun trip. And then you get to end it with some relaxation in Miami. Um, When you go to Miami, are you staying directly on the beach? We are staying in Coral Gables. Okay. I've heard Mm -hmm. of it, but I don't know anything about it. It's a little bit south of South Beach. Mm -hmm. So a little bit more south going toward the Keys. So the beach that we're going to go to is Biscayne Key. Mm, okay, I have, I've heard of that as well. There. Yeah, my brother goes to University of Miami, so we're going to go and see his apartment and just get a feel for what it's like for him living there. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, my husband loves movement, though, and, and Disney's perfect for him because he, he likes to always have something to do and have mm-hmm. options. So it's going to be funny to see him go from busy, busy at Disney to uh-huh. just relaxing by the ocean (laughs) trying to relax yeah he's gonna start like getting people together to like help him build a sandcastle or something (laughs) something like that do you want to build a sandcastle (laughs) (laughs) exactly all right well thank you so much for talking through all your plans with us and i can't wait to hear how it all goes once you get back in a few weeks I'm excited. I'm, I'm even more excited now that we got to talk about it and get hyped up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your hype woman any day. Yes. <laughs> and I can't wait to, to take note of everything that I do because I don't usually do that. And now I'm going to actually make a point to track what I've done. Yeah. And if I, if we had a map to show it, it would be wild. It's going to be uh-huh. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, safe travels, magical travels, and we will talk to you again very soon. Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. Bianca's post-trip episode is up now and ready for your listening pleasure. And you're going to want to hear this one. The story about their wildlife encounter alone is worth its weight in gold. And it didn't happen in one of the parks. So if you want to know what that's all about, what are you waiting for? Click to the next episode. Until next time, keep daydreaming about where you long to be. Oh, 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 oh